Friday, 19th of January, 2018. Houston on my mind. I've started a couple of posts today, but pictures of the snowstorms in the U.S. kept crowding my thoughts. Houston, New Orleans, San Antonio. The snow is wreaking havoc across many states, but it must be a shock for Texas, which is accustomed to having heat waves more than anything else. I remember the humidity in Houston and loved the heat. It was January and I was there for my brother's wedding. It was lovely and warm. I've closed the windows against the heat today and have the aircon on. It reminds me of the heat in Houston. I cannot imagine them having snow. I arrived with a bad cold or virus, it was hard to know which, but I had a head like a football and was stroppy as all get out after the long trip. Bruce met me and we had a row almost immediately about why I had not called him when I arrived. I think it was because I was ill that I forgot to get some small change before I left Australia and the ATM at the airport was out of order. An American guy saw my dilemma and gave me a few dimes. As luck would have it, my brother spotted me and that's when we had a row. I don't think he even kissed me hello, we were so angry with each other. He'd been there for a while and, when I didn't emerge, went looking for me. I had trouble with my luggage. I couldn't find it. It was not on the carousel and someone had to go fetch it for me. Oh my goodness. I don't think I gave that guy his change back. I've just realised it now. If you're that guy and you're reading this, thank you and I apologise for keeping your money and not returning it. My brother distracted me. Our next trial was about how much luggage I had. I'd flown 20 hours to get there and we had a full-on row at the airport of my arrival. I'm laughing as I write this because I'd forgotten about it till now. People flew in from many states of the US and from different continents around the world. Both my brother and his fiancée travelled and knew people from abroad who wanted to celebrate with them. I slept in every day. I was staying with lovely friends and neighbours of theirs who lived across the road from them. I had an entire floor to myself because that's where the guest room was. My lovely host's bedroom was on the third floor. My host had designed and built it and to this day it is one of my favourite places that I've ever stayed in. They were wonderful hosts and I loved their bathroom decor so much that I'm stealing a couple of ideas from it. Both husband and wife were so kind, and he and I corresponded for many years afterwards until he died from cancer. I remember him well, and have fond memories of my time with them. I slept in every day, and when my hosts were out of the house, it was a veritable fortress and no one could get in. It was one of the safest places I've been to. Bruce had rung and knocked and yelled up at the floor where I was sleeping, but I barely heard him. I woke a couple of times from a drug-induced sleep, it was nothing more than Panadol, and saw his cross and exasperated expression. A couple of times that he came, he had people with him. They were worried, I think, but I did not want to fuss with windows and indicated to him that I was going back to bed to sleep. I was like that for a couple of weeks, which is why I know it was not just jet lag, though the jet lag would not have helped. I'd been burning the candle at home for months before I left and tried to cram things in the last month and was burnt out. I could not keep my eyes open those first few days. 
My brother had hired a minibus to cart everyone around in, but I missed out on a number of trips that he'd arranged. I woke up one day and he was sitting next to my bed. I never heard a thing. My host had let him in. I was so out of it and he realised that I wasn't well. He thought I might need to go to the doctor. I felt that it was unnecessary. Sleep was the best thing for me and I could rest there. When I did feel okay, I'd wandered the streets. I'd only be gone for a few hours. Whenever I travel, I like to walk and get the feel of the place. Everything is foreign and strange, and the best way to orient myself is to do what the locals do. I do not like to always do the touristy things. I like to follow the locals to see where they eat, and it has often been the least travelled roads. I love Houston's art galleries and museums and their antique or second-hand shops. They have so many second-hand shops and antique places that have early American furniture. You never know what you may find. I like lamps and lights and already had quite a collection before I bought more for the house, but I cannot decide which ones to get rid of. I've been to the States a few times, but it was on one of my walks into town when I followed a couple of guys into a southern diner and ordered food that they ordered. I'm beholden to Houston for my introduction to corn dogs. My hostess was one of the administrators that organises importing for exhibitions at the Museum of Natural Science, and I thoroughly enjoyed exploring it while I was there. It is so big, I was happy to take a few days to see it all. One of my favourite places was the observatory used by NASA's astronauts as part of their training. I was fascinated by the many galaxies and new ones had been discovered. I wish it was here so I could visit it every day. I fell asleep in there a few times. It was heavenly. I have more memories than could be written here and have a soft spot in my heart for the big city and for the Lone Star State. Houston is still recovering from Harvey, which has been touted as the most costly tropical cyclone on record. There have been almost 100 fatalities and 27 trillion gallons of rain, and it's cost $125 billion of damage. They will be recovering from it for some time, and now they have snowstorms? My goodness. The images of the traffic jams on the road are not good. Of course people are still trying to get about their business, but perhaps it would be best if they stayed home and kept safe for a while, or at least until the road's clear and the worst of the storm blows over. I message my brother. I can't help but think about him and the family, as you do when people you love are away and live in the midst of such catastrophes. I hate it. I don't like them being in the middle of all that. I pray that God keeps them safe. I want to tell him to get out of there, but Bruce is not a coward, and Houston is their home.